Welcome to the Skin Philosophy Edit with your host, myself, Anna-Louise Kenny. I'm here to bring to you the knowledge and skills to level up your business. We are speaking to industry experts across the industry to make sure that you're getting your knowledge in skincare, equipment, ingredients, and everything else you need to make sure you have the best of your business. So welcome back to the Skin Philosophy Edit. My name is Anna-Louise and here with me today is Donna Pardello. Donna has been a huge influencer over the last couple of years, specializing in skincare and working with the likes of Chanel and Agustina Bardair and many other brands, of course. So you're flying it at the moment. Welcome, Donna. Thank you, Anna-Louise. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you on board. So basically how myself and Donna know each other is Donna signed on for the skincare. So you are one of the few influencers that actually have taken the time to learn about skin. So you've become huge in the industry and then you're also at the same time, you're learning about skin, you want to speak professionally. So it is really good. Have you found that like a great um, asset to you to kind of go, actually, I'm a person that's educated in skin, not just another influencer? 100%. You know, the world of influencing, it's it's huge, it's big, it's like, it's kind of everything, isn't it? Now, you know, everywhere you look, there's influences. But I love skincare, I was always obsessed with it, but I just thought, you know what, I need to be credited to be talking about something as um, specific as an ingredient that people are going to be put on, in, on their skin and I need to know why, why I'm telling them to do it. Yeah. Um, for myself as well as you know the general public who are actually what I, why I'm influencing. Yeah exactly, so tell us your story, how did you get, like what made you decide to start doing this, how did you start this pathway and how did you get so big? Well, when Instagram first opened, um, I used to watch these girls kind of take photos of themselves with fashion, and I thought to myself, God, you know, I can do that. I was actually a stylist at the time. I thought, what a great way to kind of like get yourself, I don't know, seen with the outfits kind of thing. And I didn't realize how big Instagram was going to become, actually. It kind of just exploded. And around 2015, I thought, oh, I'm just, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure if fashion is just where I should be. I absolutely love skincare. I love kind of beauty, makeup, wellness, especially. And I just thought, you know, I have a year off, not going to do anything, think about what I'm going to do and how I'm actually going to make myself an online presence. And I came back and just started doing kind of skincare posts and everything. But video content wasn't around so much then. It was more picture-based and um, a lot of filters were being put over things by people. And then when the video content came out, I just kind of ran with it because that then it was easy. Yeah. You know, I can do my routines and I just started doing my skincare routine in the morning, skincare routine in the evening. And it's authentic to me, you know. I've always had a routine. I've loved skincare forever. It's always kind of excited me. I used to love going to, you know, Boots or Space NK and just like looking at all the products. And I think that it just grew from there. And so 2015, and then you took a year out, and then obviously you start building. How did COVID impact? Well, COVID was great for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, I talk about this with my family, and my mum says to me, you've got to thank COVID for everything, really, because everyone was indoors, and I was kind of, you know, this influencer that was doing these self-care videos and skincare, 
And I just carried it on, but I amplified it. You know, I was doing like gua sha facials and steaming. I love my facial steamer. Um, and it just, I was doing like a Sunday self-care and people loved it. They absolutely loved it. And everyone was doing, the skin, this skincare kind of was born, wasn't it, through this yeah. lockdown thing. Oh, 100%. It's gone, it's gone bananas. Like I even see huge big retailers now just look, um, stocking skincare that I have never seen them do before. Yeah. It's everything. Yeah. So what they said was um, skincare sales went up 40% during lockdown. Yeah. Because everyone was looking at themselves over resume and they were going oh my god the state of my face <laughs> like you never had such focus or if you had focus on your skin you were putting makeup over to go out that's the thing you weren't you were just staying at home looking at that face in pajamas and you were like this isn't good enough yeah. um so you you kind of built your following over that how do you like from from me looking at your instagram what i love about it is there's a very aesthetically pleasing but a very calming effect to your Instagram, it's very chill vibes, but very like clean and nice. So how did you become your brand? Like how did you decide how you're gonna do it? Was it just from styling that you had an idea of how you wanted to style it or, because for us, like trying to do an Instagram and trying to like maintain that aesthetically pleasing branding is really, really hard. Yeah. So any tips? Listen, it's, you know, it looks like it's easy. It's a full-time job, I won't lie. But I've already, I'm kind of like a clean aesthetic person anyway. I like neutral and I like calm. I am not a calm person, I'm just gonna put it out there. It does make me laugh. And you saying that about my Instagram, that it, it's like a calming place, everybody says it. They're like, oh my God, we love it. So I think I channel how I want to kind of be as a person <laughs> through my Instagram. And I just, I think about colors and I think about the place that I shoot and I try to repeat that in a repetitive, and it's that repetitiveness that gives you the cohesive feed. Yeah. So I'll always wear like a muted color dressing gown, shoot on a clean wall and, you know, given, if it's like a clinic atmosphere, that would be quite difficult. But you know, get like, like a ring light, a nice corner, you know, nice lighting, and do the same thing over and over again. And that kind of a cohesiveness kind of just happens without yeah. you thinking about it. But I love to actually look at my own feed and calm myself because it does, it does make me, I'm, I'm kind of like a, um, I'm quite fiery <laughs> at home. I, I am, but um, I do enjoy that aestheticness of my Instagram. Now TikTok, for example, has come along yeah. and my aesthetic feed doesn't actually transpire so well on TikTok. It's not something that they kind of, the, the audience over on TikTok who are completely different than Instagram want. Yeah. They love like quick, snappy, on the cuff kind of um, videos, like really quick in front of the camera kind of thing. And I'm having to adjust myself to fit into that as well because yeah. I've just started TikTok. We've just had this conversation, myself and Lauren now, about our TikTok and stuff. I kept saying their TikTok. You know when old people said their Facebook years ago? <laughs> yeah, now I'm doing the same thing. But TikTok have just introduced 10-minute videos. Yeah. So I actually think they're going down the line of not-so-quick-paced. They're going to actually make it more storytelling, longer. So it would be more kind of going to your vibes of like more chilled out, come into this area. But it is trying to get that balance because they keep shifting. Every day. All the time. Every day. Honestly, it is a minefield. There's always something new. There's always an update. And, you know, I feel for people having to 
you know, do kind of something full time and then do Instagram at the same time because you know the social media is so important now. We need it. We need yeah. eyes on us. Yeah. Um, because everybody else is doing it, you know, and it's almost that thing like, oh, you know, will I be left behind if I'm not doing this? I enjoy it, and my community actually spur me on to do more. If without them, I would probably struggle quite a yeah. lot because it is a difficult space um you know putting yourself out there every day to be judged a lot of people don't like it because of that um a lot of my friends who don't do social media say to me how how do you you know how do you do it how do you put yourself on social media and you know you're asking for a, an opinion whether yeah. it's a good or a bad one yeah. that's almost what you are and yeah you know i i that kind of thing I've, I've managed to get over and I'm fine with, but I do get it. Yeah, difficult. because that's what we were just discussing about with someone else as well is there is that judgment and there's an opinion and Absolutely. it's not always nice. No. And I, like we were just saying before earlier, like for me, if I start getting that, I, like I would break, I would be like, no, that's fine. I'm off Instagram. Yeah. But it's very hard to deal with, it I is. would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's a personally like, I don't get it why there's such like it, there needs to be a negative vibe but for some people they just get triggered by whatever it is so how do you deal with that negativity like those type of comments how do you let it slide off you I think I just read them and just I have to kind of put it into a part of my brain and think they're only saying this because you know of a b or c yeah and it's not anything to do with me because yeah. i'm doing exactly the same as i always do yeah and that i get such you know i'll get 99 percent great feedback and there's always only one yeah. percent i've recently touched on talking about the food situation with skin now this is huge for me yeah. and this is a part of my career that i am moving into because i truly believe in the gut skin relationship like 100 percent. yeah and I've slowly but surely, um, I was talking to my agent about it and we were talking about goals for the year and you know, what what can we do to, you know, expand on the skincare, it's very niche skincare. Um, and I said, I wanna bring in food. That's mm -hmm. what I want to do. So she said, okay, slowly, slowly start bringing in your diet and everything. And I, I can't, I don't think I've gone slowly. I actually think I've gone like kind of 50% with it. You know, I'm like what I eat in a day and all this kind of thing. But that has triggered a lot. Really? And yes. Oh, you know, you're triggering eating disorders and you're triggering this and you shouldn't be talking about this. You shouldn't be talking about ingredients and food. And I'm like, why? Like, that's surprising for you me. You know, it's my channel. Yeah. So I did have a wobble yeah. about a month ago and I just thought, oh God, like, and I had to ask my audience, like, what do you think? Should I be talking about this? Honestly, the overwhelming response was uh, yes. A hundred percent. One hundred percent you should be doing this. And I then I had to say, if you don't like my account, I'm really sorry. You have to go find somewhere else. Yeah. Because there are millions of influencers talking about things, all types of things. So just find one that you like yeah. and then carry on with it. But it's hilarious that they're having an issue over food. Like, go look at those shakes people are doing. Oh, Do you know, horrendous. there's so much dodgy things. So bad. And you're educating in how food impacts yeah. your skin, which actually is such a huge part of our skin that it's crazy yeah. that they're... No, it's, but that's just it's the, crazy. Honestly, I am. You eat your way to good skin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, hundred percent with you. Yeah. So it is. So with that, a part of that is also working with skincare brands. So for me, 
how do you find working with skincare brands like building partnerships finding out the best ones say for example i have a skincare brand so what makes you work with a skincare brand what do you look for because i'm sure there's plenty of skincare brands that are listening or people who want to and it's developing that relationship with influencers because it's actually quite hard Mm -hmm. to decide who would be good to work with and how that starts off basically well you know i built a brand yeah. and my brand is luxury high end yeah. when it comes to like skincare makeup wellness you know i i've i've put myself down that avenue but i also love kind of i love all skincare and i think going back to your question of what makes me decide it's formula yeah. it's the ingredients yeah and if I've been sent a brief or sent a skincare brand and you know we're launching this and we want you to help us launch it, want to work on it, I'll get a huge big you know lot of information about that product yeah. and the, the first thing I do is go and go into the ingredients like what's the formula you know is it worth it you know is it going to change skin is it going to help is it going to keep your barrier healthy like all yeah. those kind of things and I'll checkpoint it all off yeah and um and does it fit with me yeah does it fit with me yeah. because if I start doing things that don't fit with me they're on to you yeah yeah, 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 yeah like Donna why are you doing that yeah this is not you you'd be like you're doing oh, really? this because you're you know you're being paid to do it yeah you're not doing this because yeah so it's you as an influencer to know that the most important thing about your job is your audience yeah that's it because that's why you're there yeah you know you're not there to be flown around the world with augustina spada you know to do or adverts or anything like that that came because i looked after my community and i made sure that i was being authentic and talking to them about good skincare and you know the feedback that you'll start getting from people or the general public donna my skin is like this because of you donna i eat like this now because of you i feel so much better about myself because of you yeah and that's yeah. it. That that's your that's your job. Everything yeah. else is a bonus. I literally, you know, some things have happened to me this year. I have just arrived home from New York, shooting with Augustina Spada, and I just it brings me to tears. Yeah. Because it's crazy, you know. Yeah, getting flown over to New York. To, crazy. Yeah, it's great, and the trip to Provence as well. That's yes. so nice with Chanel. Yeah, the There's... Chanel things are always very luxurious, yeah. and you know, obviously, it's beautiful. But we're going with a skincare team. We're going to learn about how they grow the camellia flower, extract the, um, you know, part of the camellia flower, which is the heart of all of their skincare, yeah. and you know, cell regeneration and all those kind of things. And it's fascinating. Yeah. You know, obviously, everything around it is going to be beautiful but it's for me I can't wait to go and see their laboratories and how they actually formulate the skincare yeah and so on a personal level like do you find it tough keeping up with this at all times because it really must be draining you know to be because I find I'm going to I'll do I'll try and do consistent stories to keep a connection of like what we're doing and all of that kind of stuff but some days I just can't be bothered and it's easy for me to step out because there's so much more of the brand being represented by other stuff but you have to be in there all the time and no matter what's going on with your life so how do you find that tough yeah it is draining draining is a good word it's draining it's um social media is extremely fast-paced there's always something new yeah and there's always the need for new yeah but i've learned a system for me 
I have I, I have a, a schedule that I kind of stick to. So I do a self-care Sunday, I do like a motivational Monday, I do a recipe during the week, I'll always do a skincare routine, and I follow that pattern. Without it, I would be all over the place. Yeah. I haven't posted since Monday, and I'm like almost like, oh my God, I've got anxiety, because this trip to New York came so quickly, I didn't know I was going until Monday lunchtime. Oh, wow. Um, so I didn't really have anything prepared. That's my fault. You know, preparation is key, guys. You've, you've got to be prepared. So, um, but I'm lucky. I have footage for years. Yeah. So I can almost always put something together. Yeah. It's a little bit educational and then post it. I just haven't had five minutes and um, to kind of sit down and do it. But, you know, it, preparation is the key. And yeah. if, you, if you don't, you, you... But I think if you're passionate about something and you know what you're posting about, then it's easier to be like, okay, like on a Monday I'm going to post something like this and on a Wednesday I'm going to do this. Don't feel pressured to, that you need to post seven days a week because you actually don't. Do you not? Um, no, you don't. I, I mean, there are weeks that go by that I will. I'll have yeah. a really good spell of doing it every single day. But some weeks I'll post like three times a week. Yeah. But I just make sure that everything I post is purposeful. Yeah. I haven't just like thrown something up because, you know, oh God, I've got to, I need to post. They're the kind of things that people start being like, mm, you know, she's yeah. not that authentic. Like, why is she posting that? Yeah. Everything is purposeful. And if it's educational, which is, you know, brilliant for social media, I believe. Yeah. Something educational, something for people to grab onto and hold onto. Yeah. You don't need to post every day. Yeah. Yeah, it is difficult though because it's that guilt. You feel like yes. I should, I should be doing something. It's it's like the same way you know on a Sunday. If you're taking a few hours, you're like maybe I should be doing something rather than taking a few hours. It's like the on button all the time. Yeah, I have an on button all the time. I have a tripod set up twenty four seven. Really? Yeah, the tripod's just there as part of my home. Okay. Um, because I see opportunity in everything that I do. If I'm in the kitchen cooking, oh, I'll just get my you know at the tripod and I'll film it yeah. even if I don't know why I'm filming it I'll just film it yeah. because that gives me content yeah content is literally the first thing I think of when I wake up in the morning content yeah um, but you know I'll make my bed and I'll film it I'll open the curtains and I film it because yeah. they're the little things that will tie together a piece of film for me yeah and it'll bring the aesthetics together as yes. well nicely yeah it's 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 been on that kind of always your your focus is content yes. and it's always been focused on the aim of the game like making sure that you're getting good content out there and i think that's why it's really liked i think also because you're authentic and also because you care about it being the proper stuff you're not going let's just tell you about I was about to say product and I better not. But like, let's just, you know, something that's you know is not going to be good for the skin. Yeah. Every, the, the, for me, social media is about building a community. Yeah. You don't know who they are. I don't know what my community looked like, but I know them now. Yeah. You know, I know what they're expecting from me. And if I deviate from that, they'll tell me. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just, it's my job. Yeah. to not deviate from that. It's my job to keep up my aesthetics now, to keep up my um, the way that I talk to people about skincare, yeah. the way I approach myself to people. That That's my job. I'm a responsible, I'm responsible for them really, I yeah. guess. And did you ever want to run away? Like Always. Have you just... <laughs> we were just talking about that as well because it's like sometimes you just want to go off, damn it, just leave it and just walk out. But like obviously see... I do think you care about the people who are behind you, mm. you know, the community that you're in. So obviously you're trying to keep it 
keep them informed and that so it's good yeah. always there are we we are living in a skincare era yeah it is crazy and there are products that arrive at my house yeah I mean, you've never seen anything like it. Yeah. And I have to sift through and think, you know, okay, well, that they'll want to know about that. And, you know, I don't think they're going to want to know about that. So, you know, that's my job, my responsibility yeah. as well. You know, I get, I get, I'm so lucky to be gifted so much. I know about all the new launches before everybody else, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So that's a big responsibility. And saying no to some stuff, like not posting them. How does, because... I know you might, like some people might feel guilty or they feel they have to post it because they've been gifted it. When I, when, when I first, when all the gifting first yeah. started, all of that, of course I did. But then I thought, no. And it comes back to that authentic thing again. Yeah. And there'll be skincare brands that will send me stuff knowing that I won't be putting it on my face. Really? They'll know. And I don't feel guilty about that anymore because I don't have the obligation to post. Yeah. Um, at all yeah. they send it to me with hope that I will because I'm giving them social exposure then yeah. so it then it becomes a business thing Yeah. you know you're giving them people will pay me to put things on their stories so yeah. why should I be putting them on for free them on for free and it sounds harsh but that's the name of the game yeah. like that, that's basically what it's about well it's it's like putting an, a half page advert into magazine that's exactly right because you're like that's what you're doing you're, you're getting it out to an audience that people are picking up the magazine and reading it yeah. so you should have to pay for it it shouldn't be on oh, getting a free cream from it exactly. you know it should be like okay well I'm, I'm can you pay me for that advert please and that's it and I think there's such an association I, the reason I think there's such a bad association with ads and influencers is because so many influencers said they loved something without saying they were paid for it and it brought in this kind of stigma oh she's not saying it's an ad or blah 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 but now people are being more clear and they're like oh well she's getting paid for it yeah of course she's getting paid for yeah. it it's, it's it's advertisement and that's where it comes back to being authentic yeah. again yeah. because i didn't i remember i did an ad for le mer for their mm. eye concentrate something that i had organically spoken about so much and it was one of my best performing pieces of content ever because People knew. Yeah. They already knew. Yeah. So this is again, like I turn away a lot. Like I've had three offers for retinol jobs come up over the past three weeks. And I was just talking to my agent about it whilst I was in New York. We were going through some things. And she said, I'm, I'm turning these down. You know that, don't you? I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Because I can't be peddling. Like I was always also in New York to be talking about the new retinol product for Augustine Spada. I actually am an ambassador for them. So yeah. you know, it was a given. Like, you know, this is new for him. Like I yeah. was obviously going to go. And I've done a previous job with um, Vichy. I love yeah. working with Vichy. I'm a kind of long-term... Um, you know, worker with Vichy and I did a retinol for them and I just like, I can't take on any more retinol jobs. Yeah. So again, that's, you know, I don't want to turn away the money, but I have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's not only, it. like people don't get that. For you to be authentic and give your community that authenticity, you're actually turning down money. You have to turn down money. Yeah. And it's crazy because people don't realise they're like, you know, they don't, they see, you know, you, if you take something on or you don't take say, something on, they don't realise that you're going to be out of pocket just to keep honest on what you're, on what you're putting out there. Okay. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's good. It shows that, like, you really care about what you're doing. I do. I honestly do. Because I know in the long run it's going to be better for me. Yeah. Because yeah. they're the reason I'm here. They're yeah. the reason I get to do an ad. Yeah. 
So yeah. I'm not going to turn my back and just be like, oh yeah, I'm going to take that because you can't. Yeah, yeah. Because without them, I wouldn't be doing the ads. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, no, it's really interesting. It's really interesting to see it from the influencer side of things because it is often we get the other side of things and a, a very successful influencer, you know, seeing it from their point of view, I think we have to look at it a little bit more like you know, it's not fair that there's so much stigmatism around influencing and the fact you're getting paid for a job. So we have to look at it more like this is the marketing kind of vibe yeah, now. It is. And, you know, I'm 44 yeah. and I did struggle with social media because I wasn't grown. I, you know, I didn't grow up in an era where, you know, we had phones oh, I or remember. anything like no that. Phones. It's going I to the phone box. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's difficult. But yeah. um, I'm now kind of at that place where social media is my life. Yeah. But I am so much about my audience and that's why I do it. Because yeah. um, I don't, when people ask me what I do, I, I don't, I always sometimes feel like, am I an influencer? I'm like, no, you know what? I'm a content creator. Yeah. I'm an educator online. Yeah. And my sister tells me to tell them, you know, I'm kind of like an advertiser, I guess. You are an advertiser, but then you shouldn't. It's like, I, I feel, I hear it in your voice, the way you say influencer. It's the same way, like when I first qualified as a beauty therapist, it was like, I'm a beauty therapist but like when I'd set up the businesses when I'd done clinics when I'd done all of this I'd be half kind of like well I'm not just a beauty therapist but then it's like I don't want to it's actually a good thing it's okay to yeah. say that yeah. but there was such a kind of years ago there was such a thing with that too was like you had to be less educated and you know to become you know a, a therapist you were less educated or stuff so it, there is that kind of thing it's like it's okay to be an influencer when you have principles behind you and you have authenticity and you're only doing these things to show what you truly passionately believe in and you're not doing it for a quick buck no Absolutely not, because there wasn't any bucks when I first started <laughs> at all. Yeah. No, no, no. You've got to love what you do. Yeah, yeah. You've got to yeah. love what you do. We're entrepreneurs, yeah. Saint Louise. Yeah. We're women killing it in business. Yeah. That's what we are. <laughs> killing ourselves. Yeah. Well, that too. But. Yeah. No, it it is. It's and sometimes as women we find it difficult to pat ourselves on the back and go, yeah, we're doing okay. Massively. Yeah. And so I was weirdly I was in New York on International Women's Day and I woke yeah. up and I was like, I am in New York with Augustine Esbada growing my career on in International Women's Day. Like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm killing it. Yeah. <laughs> I know it is. We've got to recognise that, you know. Yeah. Because sometimes I think I've got to do better. Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be better. That post is going to be better tomorrow. No, no, no. We are yeah. doing it. Yeah. You know, anyone training to do anything. Yeah. You know, there might be loads of you out there, like, training, and you've got children, and you've got a husband at home, and you've got the family thing going on, but you are doing something for yourself, and anything for yourself yeah. is, is where... Yeah, exactly. You know, Anything to grow yourself. Absolutely. And, and that's it is is there's so much um say with having children and all of that kind of thing. You're kind of like, oh well, it doesn't really count. That's all part of it too. It's like you're you're being a mum. Yeah. You're trying to grow, expand your knowledge. Yeah. You're trying to drive your career. You're trying to build a business. Whatever it is, it's like you have to go. Okay. You're a multitasking okay. hero. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But we are. We do tend to be too hard on ourselves. Oh, massively. Because we're, we're the best. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's been great talking to you about everything. Like, oh, it's really it. nice. And thank you so much for coming the whole way and coming in to see us. My pleasure. And um, yeah, I'm sure everyone's going to love this. Hope so. Yeah. Thanks so much.
Thanks, Anna Louise.